It's Sunday, the birds are chirping, the sun is still smiling. Wait, I meant shining, even though it's already 6.30 p.m., so that's pretty exciting. I'm really looking forward to sharing this conversation with you with Solange Rodrigues. Uh, she's a dancer, she's a mover. Her positive outlook on life and the way that she talks about cherishing and nourishing the things that she has uh, is truly inspiring. Solange Rodrigues is a graduate of SUNY Purchase College, class of 2020, with a BFA in dance and a concentration in composition. Born and raised in Rochester, New York, she trained at Little Red Dance Studio for 14 years. At Purchase, she performed in several works and choreographed pieces within the Conservatory of Dance, as well as the Conservatory of Theater Arts. While teaching at various schools and studios throughout the city of Rochester, she is continuing to make work and is currently dancing for Frazy Feet Dance under the direction of Zachary Frazy, Bio Dance under the direction of Missy Full Smith, and is a guest artist for the Pocket Fuel Groovers, directed by Nick Alsalmo. Pretty much just this whole podcast is me trying to figure out how the fuck do people do this? Like, seriously, how do you make it work? I hope that it resonates with artists and non-artists alike, just on, you know, as you figure out how to do this, this thing that we're, that we're doing called life. And I know it's not easy, so hopefully listening to this can help you feel a little bit less alone and just give you a space to, to feel yourself reflected in some way. That's my hope for you. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Solange. I'm so happy to be here with Solange Rodrigues. Um, I'm just really excited to get, to get to know you more and learn more about your work and learn more about your life, like what you're doing, how you're doing it. Um, so I really want to start by just asking a simple question, but kind of a big question. What does the creative process mean to you? I love the creative process because each one is so different, you know, based on if I am the choreographer versus the dancer, that's a big part of it. If I'm the choreographer, if I was given a theme to create or if I get to come up with my own theme. And one of the biggest parts of it is like who you're working with, right? Because you can have all of those things set. You could have the set theme X, Y, Z. You can plan everything out to the T, but based on who you're working with, it can be completely different, you know, the outcome can be different. So there's always so much to learn, you know, and there's always different challenges with each creative process. So I love it. <laughs> Towards the end of my college experience slash after, because I graduated in 2020, so not too long ago, right during the pandemic. <laughs> um, it was like towards the end of that slash after where I could come up with steps first, mm. um, which is interesting. And that's, like something I could could not do before. I'm like, I need the music to inspire me. But it's like, no, it's fun sometimes 
coming up with steps and then seeing how it can fit to the music or if it fits to that music ooh can we try and fit it to this song that's completely different sometimes this is gonna sound crazy but sometimes like a move will just like literally pop into my head mm. like and then i'll be like ooh, and then i'll just put my phone record it and then stop it and then it's just in my phone like it, i yeah. have so many not anymore because i deleted some but like over the pandemic i had so many like four second videos <laughs> or like six second videos and it's just cr- like me in a robe or something just create like just yeah. random to keep coming up with new things is exhausting and that's how like <laughs> that's how you kind of just lose it but if you you, sure. you <laughs> if you use what you have and you keep using it you know it's still you and right. you're you're doing what like what's necessary and I kind of did not stop creating throughout the pandemic like even though I was stuck in my house I was like rather than like thinking of it as a restriction since I like as a choreographer like as a dancer it's hard to be stuck in your house but like as a choreographer I was like hang on like this could be something to work with like how can I create something with this much space you know like so or like what in the room can inspire because dancers can make movement based off of literally anything right like they can create a dance they'll be like look at that window okay and they'll make a whole (laughs) dance out of it that's just like what some dancers can do so like I kind of just really took advantage of like my house and moving about it and like how can I create something like sitting sitting down you know Mm. so I kind of did not stop creating and little like the rochester people didn't stop either they're like hey we want to do this show in this field over here and then next week we'll do it in that field over there (laughs) you know so i'm like okay word i'll make something for this and something for that so it was like i kind of just kept going even it wasn't always easy you know a lot of artistic blocks but just trying to keep going yeah so, yeah, I guess, like, one of the things I was curious about is what inspires you, and it sounds like pretty much everything. <laughs> like, your house, yeah. or, like, yes, a field. A field. No, a big, well, a big inspiration of mine are my family, first, mm. and, first and foremost. Like, I owe my life to my parents. Like, whatever mm. I want to do, they're like, you got it. You got it. Hell yeah. And my older brothers, like, their work ethic and just them – as human beings inspire me my oldest brother john he's a he's a dancer videographer beat maker um great dancer he like never stops practicing like he's always doing something he's always moving like right you look at him he's upside down in a handstand or spinning on his head or something <laughs> like that like he's just always working and like nick's mind's always working and it's so interesting to hear him and his thoughts. And he's like always, I don't want to say scheming, but always like scheming. plotting, <laughs> always plotting and yeah, like yeah. planning and all these things. And like aside from them being fantastic dancers and stuff like that, you know, is a big source of inspiration. Like whenever I make something like a question, like something that's always in my head is like, oh, well, my brother's like this, mm. you know, or I'm like, oh, I can't wait to show my brothers this. And I think they like most of the stuff I do. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, that's uh, just having those family ties. Like, that's huge. For sure. Can can we talk about the video? Yes, we can talk (laughs) about the video. Okay, so there's a video that Solange made, and it's on YouTube, so you can all look it up. Solange Rodrigue on YouTube. Um, There's a bunch of videos of her dancing and her choreography, and there's also this amazing video (laughs) of her interviewing her family. So, can you just, like, talk a little bit about your parents and, like, your. Yeah. 
our household was one that like was always playing music, you know. So when I say inspiration, I also mean from like a versatile, well-rounded like viewpoint as well. Like there was always something blasting and people like when people that I, we thought that was normal like people would come <laughs> over and be like so y'all just keep music playing the whole time wow, and they're like yeah. even if the tv's on you can't hear the tv because the music's <laughs> on and we're like yeah but you can see it it's fine like there'd be like either what like haitian music playing reggae house hip-hop r&b like jazz classical like everything would be playing and i think that's a lot that has a lot to do with where my brothers and I get, you know, our eclectic style from and our interest to, like, sprinkle that into, like, a lot of the things we do. So my parents are also pretty artistic people. Mm. Um, yeah. So I wanted to just do the, the family interview yeah. as just, like, a fun way to just, like, let people know, like, look at the people I live with. Like, yeah. They're hilarious, but, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's a great time. <laughs> That's, oh my gosh, I love it. So when you were little, were you, like, always, like, making up dances together and, like... No. <laughs> no, like, I started choreographing, like... Because they were older than me, I would always have to wait for like wait after my dance time ended for mm. them to get rides home, and that's when like me and my friend would like go into the prop closet and like grab a hat or a, a cane or a chair or something and yes. just make up a, a silly little dance, pop in a CD, yes, a CD, and <laughs> um and just make up a dance. And I guess that's kind of when it started. Um, my love, not my love, like my interest in choreography and then like when I got older I realized like when I was when we were making dances at the studio or when the the teachers or choreographers would I noticed like they'd sometimes they'd make a decision and I'd be like I wouldn't have done that uh, <laughs> or, or if they make a change of something I really liked and I was like no it was better before like that's when I realized I was like I like to kind of make decisions about dance mm. so yeah Mm -hmm. That was actually one of my questions for yeah. you is like, how does the teaching fit into everything? Gosh. And I do want to hear more about it. Like I'm, I'm interested, very interested. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm currently teaching at three studios and two wow. middle schools and wow. a community center as well. So the youngest age group I teach is four and five up until senior citizens. And so Right now, since we're in, like, the spring season, like, for the studios and schools, like, we're working on a dance, right? But in the fall, that's more just, like, class, like, learning different combinations and X, Y, Z, all these things, right? And teaching all these different ages and levels and, like, abilities, beginners versus advanced. Like, I would make a base phrase, right? Let's say I need something for, like my 10 year olds, I'd make a base phrase, not too hard, not too long, whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. My next class is the seniors, the seniors in high school. I'm like, okay, let me change the song, make it a song mm. more for the seniors. Let me complicate more of the steps. Um, and then make it a little bit longer. And I'm like, okay, I need something for my five. No, okay. Not five. My <laughs> six and seven year olds. Okay. Shorter phrase, same base, right? But just simpler. So it's like I've been able to do that's kind of what saved me from kind of going a little bit crazy. Like how do, how am I supposed to make up all this material? But I've learned to like really just exhaust my choreography but in a good way mm. because it's still me 
you know, and I'm, I'm fine. It's also helping me creatively to be able to switch back and forth. And you also teach Zoom, right? Zumba? Zumba. I do. I, I love Zumba. I teach Zumba. Zumba is so fun. It's fun. It's, it's a so good time. Even if you're like not doing anything right. correct. Even if you're just jumping up and down. For like. sure. So <laughs> I, I, if you are watching and or listening to this, come through to my Zumba yes. class. I guarantee you will have a good time. <laughs> yes. You don't have to be a dancer too. Like you, you don't. Can, you like, can literally just go and like dance around to the music yes, however you want. Literally yeah. hit your own step, bop around a little bit. It does not matter. Everyone's watching me anyways. No one is watching you. I have yes. a Facebook page. Um, What is it? Zumba with Solange. Perfect. Follow me. Come to a class. All those fun things. And I, I will just say like I started it during the pandemic because we needed like a, a safe way to like still have some type of social interaction and like just have a good time. We needed a reason to smile. Mm. I needed a reason to bring people together safely. And like we needed a way to still get our workout without being able to go to the gym. So I'm like, OK, let's do these outdoor classes. Like, how can I still make people smile at a time that's really difficult? Plus, like yeah. for the 45 to 50 minutes of the class, like. You don't have time to think about anything else. You do not have time to think about work or whatever is stressing you or anything else. All you have time to do is, like, watch me and tr do what you can. And at, while you're doing that, you're getting a workout and you're having fun and breaking a sweat and all these things. And that's why I love it. It's, like, it's your moment of escape, you know, yeah. while still, like, your healthy moment of escape. Right. Even if you don't know what's going on, it does not matter. I do not care. You know, yes. nobody cares. We're all just there to bop around. Like, really? <laughs> that is so awesome. It's um, like you finally get to be embodied because we're all wandering around, like, not yeah. like thinking in our heads and not really being in our bodies. And yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Zumba because I was not even thinking about it. And I'm I glad totally I got to talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And there's a, like a link that will always have the red like you can always register through and it's just solange.as.me so that is the link to always find the info for that perfect amazing yeah. are there other ways that you feel like you balance your life um that work or ways that you've tried that don't work given all the jobs I named I still have time to rest which is amazing yeah. and it's I sometimes I think I'm resting too much but Rest is just as important as the work. And I'm so glad that like artists and people are realizing that more that it's OK to rest. Mm. So I just have to keep reminding myself like it's it's all right. Um, as a college student, you know, it's easy to overload everything. You know, you don't want to say no to anything. Um, and then <laughs> getting sent home in the pandemic, like when things were opening back up, I was like, oh, my God, I got to take every opportunity mm. because we're in a pandemic and a lot of people don't have those. So I was like, you know, getting asked to teach at a lot of different places. And I was like, I want to say yes to every single thing. But I knew, like, for my health and sanity, I'm like, I cannot say yes to everything. So I, I did have to say no to a few things. I didn't say, like no as in never like I kept the contact I kept the connect and I will go back you know and stuff but I that constant reassurance that like you have to have time to breathe you know it's like we're so I'm so happy that artists are realizing like you don't have to feel the burnt outness 
to feel like you're doing something, mm. you know, because you're trying to. Wait, can you say that again? That was amazing. You don't. Ha- <laughs> I can try. Um, you don't have to feel the burnt outness to feel like you're doing something, you know, because you the the goal is what is it? Longevity is that the word to be able to keep going? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, I have been, you know, cherishing my breaks and. You know, still sprinkling things in there. You know, obviously things still get chaotic and busy. There's a lot happening, especially in the spring season. Mm-hmm. You know, with the weather getting nice and things popping up here and there. Definitely still doing those. But I'm glad, like, the importance of a break is becoming well-known and okay. Right. <laughs> and accepted. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I'm glad. I, it didn't take the the pandemic for me to start cherishing things Mm. you know I I learned a long time ago like a early early teenager preteen is when I realized how fast things can switch so I started cherishing things then wow you know yeah did that just come from life experience or was that your family or was that just you that was just me like Mm. witnessing Mm. now I can't even say like full-blown experiencing but just like witnessing I'm like, things can switch like that. So take what you have and, like, keep it and, Mm. you know. My senior class at – I went to SUNY Purchase. Um, My senior class was a very special class. You know, we had this this strong bond that I think is very unique and very special, and I cherish it until the end of time, you know. And so once we found out that, like, everything was canceled, we were like – we weren't kicked off a of campus yet, you know, classes, we were told everything was going virtual. And then we were like, okay, well, we can still stay. Right. And we literally had a meeting. We we're like, are y'all staying? We'll stay. Like, we're all about to stay. There were only a few people that were like, no, I have to go. But like, most of us were ready to stay. And then like a few days pass and they're like, y'all are leaving. Like we found out that we had to get we had to go home and we were like what so what we did was we threw like a bootleg graduation in the <laughs> in the dance theater lab which is where all of the shows and senior projects are like someone set up a bunch of chairs in a circle and we got Colin one of the accompanists to um play the piano and we all put on our nicest fits like I think um Katrin it was went and bought a bunch of roses since we didn't have diplomas or caps or anything she bought roses and then the director of the conservatory Nellie like put the podium in the middle of the thing she gave some type of speech and then Mia who um wrote a speech to actually be read at graduation she had a speech so she wrote the speech and then Nellie mm-hmm. called us in one at a time we got our rose did a little one two step and then sat down and then partied after so we kind of we threw ourselves once we found out we were getting kicked out and we're like okay we'll do we'll throw a graduation on the weekend and then three people were like our flights tomorrow and we're like we're doing this right now so we literally just like came together and was like look who knows what's about to happen and so that also is what kept me alive you know and keep me filled with love so it was really difficult because like I said like I was excited for senior year and I was finally like all right this is my time like after school it's go time like we're about to go we're about to dance we're about to perform I didn't get to do that right right but we still here in Rochester New York made a way to dance during even like we couldn't be inside okay word we'll roll around in in the dirt over here (laughs) you know we still had our outdoor show so it was like it was it was a lot for sure um yeah but 
I think that's so cool. Like I, you're the first person I've ever heard say that, which is really, mm. yeah, that's really special for sure. So one of my kind of main questions in life is like, what, uh, like as a creative, right. We're kind of in this world where we're in a capitalist society. Um, we have to make money. Um, but we're also creatives and we want to just make our own projects, like regardless of money. So I'm very curious, like you have any, any thoughts on that? I'd love to hear them. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who said this first. Um, I might have seen it on social media, but like before, like discussing money was like so scary to me, you know, like my rate for teaching, you know, I'd be like, who am I to like, you know, I was so scared of it. But like through some of the people I've worked with now, I realized like, no, it's okay. You, you need to know what's going on. Like this is our lifestyle. Like mm. you need to know the money situation. You know, some people are like weird about money. You know, and it's like, no, like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm spending my time. You know, I have to survive. Like, I need to know about money. So it's like someone said, like, they're, like, let's say you were asked to do, like, a three-minute video or something of this sort, and you're, like, trying to figure out how to figure that out money-wise, and they're like, well, think of it, like, they're not paying you for the three minute video they're paying you for all the years of experience you have to be who you are and that's why they're asking you to do this video so like I'm trying right. to like I don't know if that made sense but like basically I try and remind myself of that and just like not shy away from what I need you know and just re remembering like the experience under my belt and stuff like that so it's like just being upfront and transparent about money in the beginning, like, don't be scared of that because it's just something you need to know and something you need to discuss, you know? You have to be given all the details and or give all the details so people can make the decisions that they need to make to, like, be, you know? Yeah. So it's it's only the fair thing, right. you know? So I don't know if that answered the question. But it totally answered the question, Money for can sure. be a stressful conversation sometimes, but it's always necessary especially now so yeah i'm learning yeah <laughs> i love that know your worth and then like let the other person know their know your worth mm -hmm. so that they can decide right if they're yeah right yeah yeah that's so important no that definitely answered the question it went beyond the question even <laughs> when when you get up in the morning like what's your what's your routine to make the day successful i'm very curious about this too i, mean, I try to get up early yeah and i don't <laughs> like i just i just love to sleep and i love to be in my bed that's it's like amazing. so but that's the thing like teaching at the studios at least like those don't ever start until after school right so a lot of my hours start late but like the schools are a little bit earlier and the community center is earlier too but it's like um a lot of the ch the chunk of what I have to do is the second half of the day so sometimes yeah. I'm like I need to get up early but I'm like but why <laughs> <laughs> right, you know exactly. so it's like I don't like I'm still I'm still trying to get into a routine like it's, yeah, it's yeah. a constant like every week I'm like all right this week is about <laughs> to be the week and that, I just keep saying that each week you know, so it's really me still trying to get into a routine. For sure. It's honestly a constant. Like, <laughs> it is a I'm constant. still trying. Like, it's so whole sure. thing. Yeah, for sure. That, that's really interesting, though, because, yeah, you do work, like, much later hours than an office worker would. So right. it makes sense that you'd rest earlier in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It is. That's why I asked the question, because I just want to see, like, where other people are at with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
because we just have such uh, like unconventional li- lifestyles, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I would love to talk about the specific dance companies that you're working with. They seem very creative and exciting. The first one is the Pocket Fuel Groovers. Yep. Can you talk a little bit? Yes, I can. So my brother, Nick, Nick Alsalmo, he started the Pocket Fuel Groovers like in the heat of the pandemic, actually. So he, all the auditions were virtual. There were three rounds. And um, what's really cool is that me and my other brother submitted an um submitted a video for it and he had no idea we were gonna do that like somehow we were all still living like because they we all came back home during the pandemic and we were all living together but we somehow managed to like learn the video and record it and send it in without his knowledge which I thought was (laughs) hilarious and we just didn't say anything we were just like oh yeah and he was like I didn't think you were gonna do it you guys didn't say anything so I thought that was awesome but so he has a really awesome company um with two people that I actually went to school with and like just some really dope movers based in Brooklyn, New York. Um, my other brother and I, you know, since we're related, we don't have to be actually in the company. We're, <laughs> we're guest artists and we've actually had like two split bill shows already. We had meaning it was work by Nick. It work, was work by me and work by John all together in one show. Um, our first one was in... March of 2021 and it was at Arts on Site in Manhattan and then we did um, another one that was a part of a festival called the Summer Happenings Festival by Amanda Plus James and that was in a park in Brooklyn which was cool too Wow! you know so we're trying to do more stuff like that because it's pretty awesome so I'm excited for his company because the show that he put on in November which was his first um evening length performance i i truly believe everybody needs to see that show because it wasn't just dance like there was a lot of other elements in Mm. in it and he didn't tell us nothing like he normally he normally like shares a little bit more with me but he didn't say anything so i literally was watching this work like my brother did this and it was the like i was like everyone needs to see this show wait quick plug like what's the best way to kind of follow the pocket fuel groovers or like see their shows or whatever so the instagram is pocket fuel groovers all the information information's there the link is in the bio all that fun stuff give them a follow awesome drop a comment a like so um another person i work with heavily here is zachary frazy um zachary's grown to be one of my favorite people (laughs) one of my best friends here in rochester and i'm so thankful for them um i've learned so much through them i just wanted to shout them out real quick because i've taken oh sorry go ahead no yeah i've taken taken a couple of the contemporary ballet classes that they do and they're so fucking fun yeah and so hard for me because i'm like an amateur dancer and like i'm just like wow so many moves so quickly but i i love their style yes and their teaching is great yeah yes and real quick i'll also shout out um missy full smith i've been dancing with her um company called biodance i've had several opportunities through them nice. and the company is another wonderful group of people so i just wanted to shout her out real quick too yes i love this and i saw that with pocket fuel um groovers they use like martial arts mm-hmm. inspired yeah so me, that was really interesting me and uh my two brothers we also did karate growing up um so great yeah wow so that's infused in there for sure too wow you must have been like a busy kid doing yeah. tons of dance and karate. Yeah, I was always at dance. <laughs> yeah. So your your mom just was driving you around mm-hmm. a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And dad, dad too. And dad. dad is I know, always, that was, always that was a ride. No, you're good. Like literally in plus dance, we never got out on time. And my dad, <laughs> my dad would be sitting in the parking lot like, oh my goodness. But you know, you got used to it. Yeah. And yeah. then when I got old enough to drive, they were like here. I know. I was Go. going to say, did they just like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> they sure did. Please don't make us drive to another dance class. Yeah. Um, well, that's so, that's great. Like that they were so supportive and For sure. gave so much time and energy to sure. you and your brother's like creative pursuits that's huge absolutely i want to come back to this idea of cherishing because that is seems really important to you Mm -hmm. um and it seems like something that just came from you just Mm -hmm. at your core Mm -hmm. um wondering if you could just talk a little bit more about it yeah just that concept in your life yeah for sure i mean just like life itself is just precious and fleeting and changes so quick that I feel like the little things like pay attention to them, like be present, just be present. Like if you are surrounded by people that you care about and you love, like just hold on to them, you know, and because anything could happen. I don't even mean in like a detrimental in a detrimental way I mean like a maybe they get a job offer and they have to move far away you know like even things like that so I just think like it's just so important to just be thankful for what you have and just like even if you're not doing like even if you're not doing much you're still there you're still doing your thing and that's beautiful and that's amazing and that's important Mm -hmm. you know so it's just like just to keep going just to keep living like something that keeps me going is just the fact that I can go you know yeah so it's just like really just holding on to what you have and doing your thing because just life literally just life is amazing so true just life itself like literally you don't have to be doing anything and I think I've just been so much I've been so present like the pandemic made me like made it hard for me to like think about the future really mm, yeah honestly if I'm being honest like yes I have my goals and things I want to do but it's been hard to plan yeah so far in advance because it can get canceled or something so that made me like even more just present on top of the cherish it's like just being present and being where you are and just paying attention to what's around you because it's all cool <laughs> yeah can you just like bottle that thought and just like insert it into my brain yes <laughs> I can remember that forever. For sure. Oh, that's so important. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What artists are inspiring you right now? It doesn't have to be dancers, but if it is dancers. Hmm. (laughs) Or music, like any type of art. That's such a wide. Um, I know. No, it's okay. It's great. Um, I listen to a lot of music. Mm. I will say... I'm obsessed with Nas. <laughs> That's amazing. <Wow. laughs> because like I always cool. knew I knew Nas was a king, like mm. a hip hop king, a pioneer. I knew that, but I only knew that because I knew that. Not because I knew Nas. Yes. And so yes. I decided like starting last year, I decided to go back to Illmatic and in order. He has 13 albums on Spotify. Wow. That's a lot of albums. It is a lot of albums. It's a lot of time. I listened yes. to like each album like two or three times. Wow. And that like I made sure to like listen. You know how sometimes you just listen and you're like, yeah. yeah. But I was like, no, I'm going to listen. Wow. You know, so I, I, yeah. <laughs> He's one that I'm like listening to a lot. Yeah. And like I watched um, 
some documentaries and stuff like that too so i had i had to i had to um name him another big one is uh jaden jaden smith and he's actually he was i used his last album as my senior project oh wow actually um iris i just think he's like a genius okay i need to listen to jaden smith do i i've listened to a lot of willow smith's like Mm -hmm. her like new punk stuff is Mm -hmm. really interesting Mm -hmm. and like but I haven't listened to Jaden Smith and I will do that now. Do it. And yeah. Willow's awesome too because she can yeah. like she can do multiple styles. Right. And they're both she just does whatever fire. the fuck she wants. Literally. Like, and probably Jaden does the same thing. But I'm like assuming. really, I want you to listen to his last okay. album because okay, it like cool. it just puts you somewhere else and it's so incredible. And then to hear like his mind and what he thinks and how mm. he works, I'm like, what are you? <laughs> like I need to meet you. <laughs> and I will one day. Jaden, if you're listening. Jaden, if you are listening. <laughs> Hit Solange up. Please. <laughs> That's, okay, cool. So Jaden Smith mm-hmm. and Nas. And there's so many mm. more, but. Yeah, yeah. You know. Wait, so what was your senior project? I'm oh my goodness. Curious. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so um, I used the first four tracks on his album, mm-hmm. which are P, I, and N. That's three. I used the first three, <laughs> and then it transitioned into a song by Tyler, the creator. Ooh. I used um, Igor's theme. And my project was on, like, all the concepts and elements of dreaming because I just, I love dreaming. And, like, sometimes I just have these really vivid dreams and I would wake up and tell my roommate, like, every single thing that happened, like, you know, as I can remember. And so I would just write them down. And I was always just so curious to hear if other people had a dream, like, what about what? And then, like, just, like, all the hidden messages. You don't know what things mean, but you can try and connect them in one way shape or form and like whatever conclusion you come to I don't want to say conclusion but like whatever you come up with is just like interesting Mm -hmm. and like dream worlds are just so interesting and especially like listening to Jaden's album I'm like this is putting me like in a dream world so it was inspiring me to create something like that so that's oh it was on YouTube, but the copyright situation. I know, I didn't, I, could, I didn't so, see it on YouTube. But, like, I want, I still, it was two years ago, but it's still something I love talking about because mm. I worked so hard on it. And it, like, became something that, like, I like it became more than what I thought it could be. And a, a big reason for that is also the lighting. Lighting, Ooh. lighting, um, lighting, design tech design, yeah. is so important. Lighting, design, lighting yeah. designers can really make something so i have to give a shout out to um ari rest in peace she really Mm. made my vision she enhanced it by a lot so that's another reason why i want people to see it you know because like Hmm. it's just incredible to me and i'll bring it back at some point i don't know when that some point i would love to see it yeah i i'm so fascinated by dreams also like genuinely fascinated yeah Sounds really, really interesting. I can't wait for you to see it. Is it like a solo piece or is no? It, so I wasn't so even in it. Yeah, there but was, you weren't even in it. No, interesting. There were seven dancers, wow. seven other dancers in it, and I just choreographed huh. it. When you make a piece yeah. at purchase, this is probably um, this isn't for everywhere, but mm-hmm. it's a common thing. Like they want you to be the outside eye and just choreograph. Mm. So you were not allowed to be in your own pieces at purchase, which made me upset. But I, I under know. but I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so I was yeah. just, you know, the choreographer. Huh. I guess it teaches you a lot. It does. Not you know, when you're in it, you can't fully see it. And if you take yourself out to watch, there's a missing hole, so you can't really see it. So that's why they do that, which makes perfect sense for yeah. sure. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay, so when do you feel most alive like in your life? Just all the time, or are there specific moments? Um, 
I love like being with my friends and family, but also like meeting new people and finding like a genuine connection or a genuine like You know? I, I know, yeah. So <laughs> you guys can't see her, but she's like doing the energy hand yeah, motions. Like, like <laughs> literally just meeting new people yeah. is also something that makes me feel great. Or like when I'm teaching or sharing my art and it connects with someone, you know, even mm-hmm. just that little thing just makes me feel great. Um Yeah. I love ooh, something that makes me feel very alive is supporting other people. Mm. Like if I'm even if I'm like at a show or like something smaller i see someone doing something they love like i just try and support like one little woo like you <laughs> never know what can just make someone a little bit happier and even if it's just yeah. a little bit happier like that's a lot right. like you never know what little thing you can do that like can actually make a big difference so it's like really just supporting and it like I'll support my friends to the max right but even a random person that I do not know if I see them doing something I'll like acknowledge that like you know because maybe they yeah, don't maybe sure. they don't get any of that like and if they do cool but if you give them a little bit more there's nothing wrong with that either you know so yeah, so, yeah. so support is cr- so important to me mm. you know so that that's what makes me feel alive is supporting people. Damn. Yeah. We definitely the world needs you. <laughs> I will just say that. I thank you for doing that. It's amazing. It's the truth. We're very grateful for you. Thank you. Um, just speaking for the whole world <laughs> at the moment. Yes, the universe is grateful for you. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I mean, honestly, I could just keep talking forever, but too. I'm gonna. I have to stop mm-hmm. because we you have to go teach i do <laughs> so i want to do some rapid fire questions okay what's something that gives you hope the little kids i teach oh yes <laughs> love it what's your favorite quote or mantra one day at a time oh, yeah <laughs> okay cool what's the most mind-blowing show you've been to Ooh, um i will the first thing that came to mind is my brother's show <laughs> i knew but, it. i was like I was gonna say. <laughs> but yeah shout out to nick but also i saw um australian dance theater at the joyce back in 20 psh, a few years ago mm-hmm. and that just blew my mind no matter how amazing a show is sometimes i will doze off at one point but that show i did not <laughs> that show i did not doze off once it wow. was amazing that's the mark that's yep. how you know that's how i know <laughs> i love it Okay, what's the most powerful art you've experienced? Most powerful art I've experienced. It could be any type of creative thing. Ooh, ooh, okay. Um, So I studied abroad in Hong Kong in 2018, and I saw a show by... Um, okay. the piece was by someone named Kim J duck Ooh. and it was just the, the fear thing I've ever seen. They had these suits on and they had like the crispness, the crispness of like Michael Jackson, but like the like swag of, I don't know, but it was incredible. Oh and I was gosh. in the front row, like <gasps> just like completely blown away. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that incredible. What's your definition of success? My definition of success is balancing the things I love to do along with finding rest and, you know, staying happy and um, being financially stable while supporting others as best as I can. Thank you so much, Solange. Like, this has been really healing for me (laughs) and, like, really inspiring um, to hear how you, like, view the world and how you live in the world and how you put your creativity out into the world. Um... I just really appreciate you. 
So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thankful for this time, and I cool. just want to keep on talking to you. Forever. Seriously, I know. Same. We'll like, let's going. just like <laughs> let's definitely keep in touch for and sure. like be friends for sure. <laughs> For sure. I'm glad I came to your show at the Spirit I know, room. I know. I was going to mention that in there, but I was like, this isn't really relevant to anything. I'll probably edit it out. But yeah, when you were saying about supporting people, I was like, yeah, like literally you came to my show yeah. and you didn't even really know me yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. That was so cool. Keep up with Solange by following her Instagram at Solange Roddy. That's S-O-L-A-N-G-E. R-O-D-D-Y. Woo! Oh man, I am just really grateful to all of you for listening, and I'm so grateful to Solange for being my fourth podcast guest. It's really been an honor to create this and put it out into the world. If you are interested in supporting the process, please consider becoming my patron. I have the goal of actually putting them out more than once a month, so more frequently. So if you want to hear more episodes, more inspiring voices, please become my patron. You can go to patreon.com slash Sienna Process. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash s-i-e-n-a process. process is created, produced, and edited by Sienna Facciolo. Presented by Rochester Groovecast, powered by Balbert Marketing. Our theme music is written and performed by Sienna Facciolo, Jordan Rabinowitz, and Chris Palace, featuring Sally Louise on guitar. Until next month, let's remember Solange's philosophy that just being alive is why we're all here is the miracle and you don't have to do anything else besides that that you matter no matter what sending hugs